0: Hello, dear listener. This is your guide to all things amazing in Orlando. Nick, this is a peach of an episode. Two, two peaches, really, because Faust and Bison from O2 are on the show. We talk about hip-hop, their writing process, and the story behind the songs, which is great because all of the music on this episode is theirs. Let's start on a high note with a track from O2, enjoy. WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. Good morning. My name is Nick. I do this every week, and every week I have special guests. Question mark. Well, usually I have a special guest, and this week I have two special guests. Uh, O2 themselves are here. Good morning, guys. How are you? Bison and Faust are here. Good morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. It is very (laughs) early. You're right. It is literally the top of the morning. Thank you guys so much for coming out, being here this early cleaning up all of your tracks so that we could play them on the radio i really appreciate that <laughs> that took some doing on uh your part bison
1: yeah. is that correct yeah yeah it took, so. took a little while but not too bad okay expected to be a lot worse as but, uh,
0: the uh as the producer
2: mm-hmm.
1: right of o2 how does yeah. it
0: work like what so mc faust and producer bison is that how it works like what are your titles It's a dream team. We're the dream team No, It is a dream uh, that, team.
1: That is basically how it works. Um, it's a lot you of... guys
0: are dreamy. Let me just set the scene. <laughs> yeah. Bison's to my left. Faust is to my right. right. We're sitting across from each other in the new WPRK studios. Quite handsome young men. We try to be. Okay. It I me nice an, an hour to do my hair
3: like this. <laughs> I,
0: it, it does, it, it's a poofy bouffant that I really like. The colors are spot on. So I really like that too. Bouffant. Yes, sorry. I was not French enough for you. I appreciate that. Uh so yeah, so title-wise, what do you guys go by as far as like within the band?
3: Uh I'm fast. I'm the uh I guess I would be the the MC of O2. Okay.
1: Yep. so um, I'm Bison, so I guess producer, um, engineer kind of thing. So Everything else? Basically everything yeah. about the music part of it, okay. <laughs> and he's everything about the words part of it. Got and it. That's sort of how that works.
2: Perfect.
0: Well, we will get into that a little bit more. I want to learn a little bit more about that. That was the song, a brand new song called Long Drive, and that'll be coming up on your upcoming album. I'm sorry, I hit the table. That'll be coming up on
1: your upcoming album. So far, yeah, that's the plan. we I that one might have a feature on it. We don't know. Um there's a couple tracks that we're sort of waiting on people. But yeah. as of now, yeah, that one that one for
3: sure. I I mean that track I like that track a lot. Yeah, it's uh we we got a full length album coming out, but that's definitely one of the ones we're pretty proud of. When you say feature, that's somebody else uh who's going to do a lyric, a couple of lyrics on the song uh for you guys. Right. So I um <clears throat> I might be I'm probably the best rapper you've ever heard. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Great, but sometimes you just need to have like a side dish. You know what I mean? So on a couple of these tracks, we're gonna get mashed potatoes. I might get some collard greens, green beans. You know, some gravy side dishes. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna hit up Lucky and
1: ask like, hey man, where's the mashed potatoes? We're waiting (laughs) on them. We paid we paid five (laughs) hundred dollars for some mashed potatoes about a month ago.
3: I'm gonna hit Lucky for some (laughs) French fries, for some mac and cheese. Nice. All right,
0: well, I don't know you guys at all, so you reached out, uh, local group, local mm-hmm. uh, hip-hop group, and uh, wanted to have you guys on the show. But I want to get to know you a little bit better, Bison and Faust. So we're going to play a game right now, uh, 20 questions, but instead of saying up or down or yes or no, you're going to play a game called Show or Tell because nothing's better than showing. I want to I see your new album. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want you to tell me <laughs> about it. I want you to show it to me. So show if you're for something. Tell if you're like no thank you that's not for me. Okay, Make sense. Gotcha. All right, let's start with technology. How about driverless cars? Show or tell?
3: Tell. You're oh Faust out of the gate. Out of the gate. Like uh, there's no doubt about it. No why? Why is it. that? You oh, have a control man. issue? Nah, man. It, well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not a, a chauvinist. But uh, to quote, you know, uh, Will Smith in in Men in Black. You know, I got to drive. You know, so you know, I don't want, I don't want no Wait, robot driving my SRT. You know, you, I don't so you're not a robot chauvinist, is what you're saying? Robot chauvinist is yes. the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm absolutely whatever that entails.
0: <laughs> I like, I like how you guys. I'm hoping some of this will inspire new songs as well.
1: Robot chauvinist, robot probably, chauvinist, most likely. Yeah, uh, I'll probably be show on that one. Actually, uh, I went to Vegas to visit some friends, and yeah. we got into a lift that was a BMW self-driving car yeah. by a company that has a startup there. So it was like a not Tesla thing. And uh, that was insane. I was surprised. Like to watch that car navigate like the Vegas Strip was – it was like the guy like was sitting in the car and they had like a technician and the one guy and then he's sitting there and he goes, all right, so now we're going to self-driving mode. And he like pulls his hands off the car and we just sat – it was like a 10, 15-minute ride completely driverless and it was totally fine. And it would show like the computer and like how the car was thinking. It was, uh it was something else. It was pretty cool. So, so were you talking directly to the car
0: or no the to person? the people there? That, yeah, okay. that and it
1: was like there were people representatives of the company that were like the technology development guys. So they like walked me through exactly how it all works and everything.
0: So get rid of the people altogether. Would you still get in it and go on a little trip?
1: See that 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 that's a little that's a little weird. Ah, I, think, okay. I think if I got in there with nobody, like no one in it, and it was just like an empty front seat, I'd be a little weirded out. So if we do like a mannequin driver, would you feel a little bit better? <laughs> Like I, a little just, animatronic, that's just a little, little terrifying, like a Pirates of the Caribbean sort of animal. like animatronic yeah. driving a yeah, yeah, car. Yeah, yeah I don't stuffed, know about that one. Stuffed <laughs> bear, <laughs> stuffed bear, yeah, like Chuck E. Cheese or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Chuck E. Cheese is driving the car—that'd be—that—that that would. That be, would be I a would a get little... in for the experience of that. Hey, see, like, all I
0: can g- think of is Five Nights at Freddy's when you say that. That <laughs> Kind of freaks me out a little <laughs> bit. All right, very good. How about let's go to professional wrestling? Show or tell? Show. Okay, Bison out of the gate. Definitely show. Show,
3: you gotta, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So you guys agree on this one? Mm. I'm hoping you guys learn a little bit actually, more about each other we met. as well. We, we wrestled.
1: We, were, we wrestled. I forgot about that part. We
0: wrestled. <laughs> uh, professionally, amateur wrestling. Like, what kind of wrestling was it? We did uh,
1: not meet because of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, uh, I was wondering how far you would go with that bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, this is about where that ends for me. But I had a history teacher that was actually in, like, an amateur, like, WWE thing. Mm-hmm. Um, his name was Dan Perella. I'm going to give him a shout-out in case he's listening. But uh, he, was a, he was a history teacher of mine, and he would go as the Golden Sheik because he was uh, part Syrian, and so his oh, whole nice. thing was he was, like, the the fake manager, but he would get, like, like pile-drived and a bunch of other stuff. Always thought it was kind of cool, but...
0: And he would do that in class, like if you got the wrong answer.
1: No, unfortunately. We, we would try to egg him on, like try him to get him to do the Golden Sheik thing. Like, come on, do it, dude. Do because it. we all knew, but like he didn't tell us. We figured it out. And then eventually he was like, okay, yeah. You, and then he told us where he does the show. He does them at like SuperCon in Miami and stuff like that. I always the thought su- it was really cool.
3: Suplex a hall monitor. Yeah, basically. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, that
0: sounds pretty good. Uh, you watched it growing up, or is it something that uh, it, it came to you recently I besides actually your didn't, high school
1: experience? So I actually thought it was really dumb for a while. And then I kind of got it because the idea of like you and a bunch of friends getting hype for something that's totally not real, and you're just getting excited just for the point of being excited about something and cheering someone on, just to cheer someone on. I don't know. I think that's fun. I mean, my yeah. friends do that all the time. We'll watch like nature documentaries and cheer on the line, and be like, "Yeah, get that elk." I mean, like it's the same thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's like it's like you're watching something and it's like you just get excited to get excited. And I can see WWE just kind of feeding into that in an interesting way. So yeah, get, get that elk. All, all right.
3: Get that oak. <laughs>
0: nice. All right. Uh, you guys are from the Florida area or you're uh, I am. transplants?
3: I'm a transplant. I'm, yeah. a, I'm actually from
0: East L.A. So, Faust, you came yeah. a little a little ways to get yeah, here. across the pond. That's, yeah. that's
3: what we say in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Across yeah. the, across the, the, the land physical maps. pond. <laughs> physical <laughs> pond coming soon. The dirt pond. Dirt pond, yeah. yeah. So why what
0: brought you out here?
3: Uh, I came out here in, uh, I think it was 2016. Okay. Just had a had a cousin out here. Uh this is before I I was in um couple of bands back in LA, but this is before O2 was a thing and then I just sort of I guess we'll get into this later, but that's I came here just to see my cousin and spend a year away, you know, mm-hmm. get something new. It's also very cheap to live here. Mm-hmm. And then uh I don't know, certain things made me stay.
2: Nice.
0: All right and bison you're from here
1: yeah i was born here and i haven't left (laughs) so yeah i've been here the whole time
0: so let me ask you this show or tell the
3: beach tell oh man tell oh not beach fans do not like the beach, man this you could keep this on (laughs) (laughs) uh
0: and you're from la so you don't like either beach i don't like any beach any beach anywhere no okay great no that's that's good to know no
1: I think I think maybe it's because I don't know same sort of situation being around it all the time. Mm. I mean, yeah. I, like I I go every summer with my family and like that's cool because you know I love seeing my family but not a huge fan of the beach
3: not not my thing. There's it's it's not, it's a location it's not an activity. I, I think a that's lot of a people to like to stand there, you know, stand there thirty minutes, go into the beach to urinate, <laughs> go back onto the shore, stand some more, you know. Yeah, that does sound like a lot of my trips to the beach. <laughs> Yeah, dirt
0: or sand, Yeah, urinate, hopefully not get bit, out back on the
3: sand. I avoid getting bit everywhere I am. <laughs> Anywhere I am, I avoid oh, okay. getting bit.
0: That's good life advice. <laughs> yeah. Life advice. And you heard it here. With Faust. Uh, all right, how about colonizing Mars, show or tell? Oh,
1: yeah. Show. Yeah, show.
0: Big show, show on that oh, okay. one. Z-Zion. Yeah. Zig Xeon. I think you can say Zig Xeon. What is that? a Gundam reference. Yeah, yeah nice uh so do you guys want to go yeah uh, well do you want to see here's first the thing, band the way there. my
3: life is set up i can't go to the mars right now but i want other people to go to the mars for sure
0: you feel like you have too much going on your work is not done here on earth yet that's i
3: couldn't have said it any better yeah I, yeah. yeah that's,
1: that's kind of how i feel about that one
3: my, okay my work yet is not yet done. they don't have
1: ableton on mars i don't think
3: not yet. I'm so sure you I'll could bring, bring one.
1: Probably could. I could, probably could bring my laptop. I think, think they not need producers think, on Mars. Think Elon Musk Pison. would let me bring my laptop, or is he going to develop his own Daw and I can only use that one?
3: I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm not. I'm not trying to gentrify Mars. You know. I yeah, know. that's true. I'm not trying. I want to let it be Martian.
1: You think? You think Elon Musk is going to go there and like set up a Starbucks on Mars? That's my fear. He's going to buy some. There's like, going to be a lot of. Uh, it's not going to be owned. locally owned. He's going to turn, turn Mount Olympus into a thrift store we that gotta, sells like used T-shirts <laughs> for like eighty bucks.
3: <laughs> we have to respect. Uh, uh,
0: okay, so I want you guys to come up with that plan. We'll have bad business ideas in the okay, second yeah, hour. We'll so, large gentrification. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna start
3: taking so notes I like here.
0: That. Let's go. Uh, let's stay on technology for a second. How do you feel about those downtown croucher scooters? Oh, show or tell, tell, tell,
1: tell for me. But I, I guess I get it. Like I see people use them at UCF all the time. Yeah. So like I, for them, I guess that's cool. But I'd rather just walk. I have more control over that. I guess I don't know.
3: So I, I've I've just so many times I've seen somebody commit to riding a scooter like down Orange, and then they just change their mind and leave the scooter on the ground and continue walking. And, <laughs> so they start out on it and they're like, Nope. Right. They're like, Well, I, it's like, Hey, I've changed my mind, or you know, I'm just, they saw something maybe a cooler looking scooter. Well, I don't know what they're la- what they're after, what their life is about. But there's a lot of scooters laying on the ground, and uh, maybe they're a tripping hazard. You know, probably a dog pile of scooters is a problem. So if it wasn't for the pile up, okay. you'd be okay with them? Yeah, man. razor scooter all day, man. Shred the uh, mirror. That's what know. I thought. Yeah. Do some tricks on it. Do some tricks on around. it. Flip around. Yeah, government tricks because they're, you know. Who pays for it? The city pays for it, right? No, yeah. no. Those are private companies. Are private scooters. Yeah, yeah. Private scooters coming give You give me discounts
1: if you can do tricks on it. Like yeah. has like a meter. Yeah. Like if you do like, you get
3: points, oh, like points. you yeah. get like like points yeah, yeah, yeah. like Tony Hawk if towards you like... your
0: next ride. Yeah, exactly. So if you
3: shred the gnar the entire way, it's free. Yeah, absolutely. The whole way is a grind. Yeah, it encourages You grind that. the entire way to work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That would you be don't way pay more a dime. I
3: like it.
0: I like it. I think we just <laughs> solved Crouch Our Scooters, that. you guys. <laughs> All right. We're going to go back to that one. Uh, Let's talk about New Zealand for a second. Uh, They started offering. New Zealand
1: is awesome. Oh. No, 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 not New Zealand.
0: (laughs) But Burger King in New Zealand just started offering a new kind of sandwich. It's all French fries in the sandwich. It's a French fry sandwich with uh, ketchup and
3: mayonnaise. Not for me? Show or tell? probably, Probably show. I know what they're doing. I I mean, see what for, you're doing for me, yeah. Not for me, but yeah.
1: But I, I like my girlfriend loves french fries and she'd probably get that. Um, I wouldn't, so I guess I get it for some people. So, show I mean, for would, others, tell for me. So. I think
3: I'd so. die like uh, the blood pressure. I yeah. would, I would that would sit like a rock and explode. Stomach. I would yeah. surely perish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of carbs, yeah. I think, <laughs> right? Are fries carbs or potatoes carbs? I think so. I mean, it's
1: like a starch. I think I don't
0: they're really vital, understand. I, think,
3: I think they're a mineral.
0: They are a mineral, they're, they're basically vegetable rocks. and a mineral. <laughs> They are, they're underground rocks. I like that. All right, so good on that one. How about tiny houses?
3: How tiny are we talking?
0: Uh, like three hundred square feet and under. Show or tell. Oh, Have you ever sh- lived in a place that's show? Small? Show all day. Yeah. Show. Could you get by?
3: Get by the house?
0: Yeah. Could you get around the house? No. Well, Could you get uh, by with that small of a house? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
3: I'm I'm kind of a minimalist. Yeah. I don't like having. Quantity, like kind of having quality, mm-hmm. so I would like zoot up that little house, like. So just have your three things and you'd be good. Yeah, like a little like a superhero has the closet with all the stuff. Yeah, like with all the superhero uniforms, I yeah. would just have like Da ja in there, or like some <laughs> some Balenciaga, <laughs> and then you know maybe I'd have a, a pet Roomba.
0: That's a good idea because then it could also clean for you. Probably
3: it. have a, a city scooter, or nice. two. Nice, nice. they just kind of eject out the side when you're ready to go. Is the house on its own? Is the house just in the middle of the road? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then of course. Is it I'd not? Be, I'd have, I, that's I've my understanding. How tiny houses work? I'd have scooters all day. Just put the the tiny house on scooters. Oh man. Yeah, that would
0: be cool.
1: If you do tricks with it, it's free. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, it's my mortgage house. <laughs> Pays off your mortgage slowly. A bison, what about you? Um, probably show. I think yeah. think tiny tiny small spaces are cool. You know, um, if I can just get my laptop. Or a computer and a mic or something. I don't know. I'm chilling. That's all I really need. I'll go out somewhere else to do everything else. Because I would imagine you, know?
0: you would need all sorts of electronic equipment, synthesizers, midis, everything. Yeah, and
1: and I do. But if like if you, if you told me that hey, you have to like live here, I, I'd make it work. You know, I'd figure it out. Oh, okay, uh, that's kind of how I feel. So like you
0: if, like to be told where to go
1: and where not, to live? Not, not that. That's, yes, he but, does. Yeah. But let's say like <laughs> I, I was somewhere and it was like I could spend like a thousand bucks and have that house forever and like set it up like. Eh. Yeah, Sure, okay, yeah. Now, cheap. let's
0: also talk about like a producer's tiny house where we could build everything out of the electronics.
1: Mm-hmm. That'd be nice on the
0: inside, put so you just walk in the around. wall. You're just walking around, you may be taking a shower in the bathroom because I'm assuming that's where the shower is. Yeah, I'd put Ableton in the but shower, but there's also a yeah, <laughs> absolutely
1: Ableton in the shower. We, hey, we had the first mic in the bathroom anyway.
0: We don't talk about that, <laughs> <laughs> that was another time. Uh, okay, let's end it with this for now. Cobbler, the dessert, not
3: the uh, person who fixes your shoes. Oh my gosh. Show or show. Time. Yeah, it's a big show on that Yeah, one. big okay. show. That's like that's like real like there's pie and then there's real pie. Like cobbler is is like beyond. Is it's like better. Super than pie. pie. Super pie. Okay. Yeah. I'm kinda,
2: I'm, I'm with you on that one. Like,
0: do you have a favorite?
3: Type uh, on, of on a peach.
1: Yeah, it was, it's one of those things where it's like if it's in front of me, like I'm gonna. As long as it's mush,
3: mush with a crunch, you know, TM.
1: Mush with a crunch. Yep, that's.
3: All right, another potential uh, song title. I can't comment on that right all now. Right. Very <laughs> good, <very laughs> we'll good. work on it. But it's you it, gonna it, listen back. May to or may this. Not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say we're we're all we're live on the radio, so people can go ahead and steal these ideas. Oh my while god. We're, while we're here cobbler idea yeah
1: oh no (laughs) we're ruined all right we'll leave it at that
0: i feel like i've gotten to know you guys a little bit better you've gotten to know each other hopefully better
3: yeah i mean has this brought you closer i i it's like i'm looking at a whole new a whole new bandmate
1: it's bison 2 no longer bison jr bison Bison 2.0 he skipped
0: actual bison (laughs) oh yeah no we're over that Let's listen to another song uh, from O2. This will be You Name It. This is a little bit of a shorter song. So when we come out of it, we will talk a little bit more about the writing process, about how you guys do it, um, you know, where you start in terms of the songwriting, uh, and things like that. So we'll listen to that on WPRK, Warner Park, Florida. If you want to learn more about O2, just search for them. It's O-H-T-W-O. But that's at O2Mob on Instagram, and you can find them on Bandcamp, on Spotify, SoundCloud, Facebook, YouTube, all of the different places. Did I miss any?
1: No, that's it. Those are the big ones.
0: Okay. (laughs) Very good. We'll hear them on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree.
3: Can you trust me?
0: PRK, winter park florida you're listening to a certain degree my name is nick and i have the band o2 in the studio today and yeah. there's two of them but i don't think that was the original intention was to have the same number of people in the band as in the name of the band uh it kind of worked out that we're O and two for band members uh <laughs> So, Faust and Bison are here. Uh, Faust, say hello, so everybody recognizes your voice.
3: Hey, what's going on, everybody? And
0: Bison? That's me. Okay, great. I think. So, now we can tell you apart. I appreciate that. Uh, O2 has gone through some changes over the years, but the band has started in 2016?
3: Yeah. Is that Mm -hmm. correct?
0: So, you guys got together. You've had some different bandmates over time, but uh, the next, this iteration of the band... This iteration of O2 is coming out with its uh, is u two and you're going to come out with your new full length album mm-hmm. in the near future.
3: Yeah, so this you're year. working
0: on that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was curious because I, I think that you know we have a lot of pop culture about bands and music and musicians, not a ton about hip hop except for the last couple of years. So in general, um, you know, you have the producer Bison and you have. Uh, the MC Faust how is the writing process work for a band like this and how do you kind of work together collaborate and when are you guys apart working on your own things
1: you know it, it's funny that you mentioned that like there's a lot of press about bands and like hip-hop doesn't really get that same sort of at least when it comes like the production aspect of it and how that yeah. kind of functions in the writing process because that was the thing we struggled with is we didn't know how to do it so like for the first couple of years there was like I would like make like six 50 beats at least and then I'd send them to them and then they would like write to him and then we'd get back and then we'd go into the studio and we'd like work with the beat but like what we realized over time was that those beats that I'd make I'd make them and then like because no one was in the studio to tell me like no that's good or why don't you do this it, a lot of them just kind of fell flat because mm-hmm. it was just me like going until I thought they were done and then I'd move on so we kind of switched it and for the past couple projects what we've been doing is I won't write I won't do anything at all until Joe shows up So he'll write something like at home, like a couple verses, a hook, something, and then I'll start from scratch and I'll make a beat. You know, we'll either we'll pick the sample or we'll start with the drums and we'll kind of work our way until Joe's like, that's good. And then we're like, all right. And then he jumps on the mic, records his part. We do a quick mix and then uh, we'll like we usually polish it up afterwards after we listen to it and make changes. So that's kind of the whole process, I think, beginning to end for the most part. So it's like
0: the the music, for lack of a better term, the music writing comes after the lyric writing starts.
1: Yeah, usually. Um, at least most time. sometimes you'll write something – Joe will write something while we're there. And then um, kind of – we'll just kind of figure it out while we're in the room. Mm-hmm. Other times – like I think last time that Faust was over – um, he already had stuff written ready to go, so he was just like, hey, I'm thinking about something like this for this track, and I'm like, all right, and then we just kind of get as close as we can to it, and then uh, we record it, and then we start tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it until it's done. That's sort of the idea.
3: Yeah, like especially this iteration, like you said, of, the, of, of O2 has been bizarre, but it's been absolutely nonchalant. Like, we've uh, every time I go to the studio, Bison and I start with usually percussion. Here's a vibe I want to go for for this song. Okay, yeah, is cool. it kind of fast
0: or slow? Yeah, or... It's, it's
3: been it's been pretty quick. We've been, what we've been doing is like, sorry, I got, I'm in the mood to make you know like this is a sad song or this is like a yeah a song for like you know kicking butt or whatever. Uh, and then what what we'll do from there is we'll find a key, we'll we'll do the the percussion, maybe find a sample, and then um, pretty much it comes together in front of our face. And once we're doing that, I'm writing the whole time, you know, because mm-hmm. um, previously. We were making more boom bap, kind of uh, old head gun rap, and that kind of thing. Um, where it was basically with lyricism and all that, I am I was writing a lot of uh, just just poetry, a lot of uh, li- really focusing on the lyricism of it, and these days I'm still, hopefully, doing a good job with lyricism, but uh, I'm more, almost like, uh, I hate to compare it, but like to bebop, I'm just writing, I'm soloing, you know okay. what I mean? So I'm writing what, what we're doing together, He's going to be my drummer. I'm going to be, you know, writing that and going along and really emphasizing the beat more. And I find with, with rap these days especially, it's all very focused on the beat. It's all focused on the swing of it. Um, so what I'm saying is still important, but it's uh, not the focus, not nearly as much as like boom bap hip hop or like old school hip hop where it's you're just listening to this guy's words and there happens to be a beat behind it. Now it's it's sort of the reverse, um, in a sense. I guess
1: we're trying to meet that in the middle. I think that's sort of the idea, is that we're trying to make stuff that's, you you know, there's nothing wrong and there's like this weird sort of hesitation for artists to just kind of like... Accept that making something poppy and making something fun mm. is like there's people who are like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's selling it's gotta out. It's got to be serious. And it's like,
0: it's got to be. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But you can like do that. Like you can totally make something that's a bop or something that people really love and people want to put on. That's like exciting and still have some substance to it. Like there's right. you, you don't have to choose and people feel like you have to. And I think that's silly.
3: Quite a bit of the writing I've been doing for this album in particular has been very, very introspective. And we've heard with a couple of the people we've collabed with. They're like, "This is strange because you have you've reached the, you've struck this bargain between these really slappy, boppy beats, and uh, you just have this monotone sad guy on top of it <laughs> 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 but um yeah, we're just, it's it's been easy. We've just been showing up and cranking out two or three songs every time we meet up. That's awesome. Well, Faust, uh, just for curiosity yeah, you
0: we know, in the songwriting process. Like, you know, in my mind, it comes in, you're done with the song, you're done with the lyrics, and then maybe you put it to music. In some cases, when you're putting it down and uh, you have this beat in your head and now you're you're working with Bison and Mm -hmm. it's maybe changing a little bit. Does that change any of your lyrics or the way you deliver them? Absolutely.
3: absolutely. You have to rearrange it. We just dealt with that recently. Um, So usually I'll write him on the spot once he has the beat in front of me, but there are times where I wrote it before Yeah. and you just have to rearrange it or rewrite it, quite a bit of it, um, just so it fits. You know what I mean? I think
1: a lot of it, more than lyrics, is more of cadence. Exactly. going into it. So like last time, there's a song that we actually queued up that's going to be coming up next, probably, best of it all. Right. And when we recorded it first, it was an old, old verse that he had written. And when he performed it, when I was listening to I was like, this is like too staccato. It's too like jumpy and, and and percussive it's like you should really like drag that out and so we went in and he did a second take and completely changed the cadence and then once we layered those two takes mm. on top of each other it was like exactly what we
3: wanted and like which is cool because that was not the original intent of right. that verse you know
1: and it just that's sort of like part of the, that process is like you'll write something or you'll have like a good idea of how this is going to be and then yeah. when you get into it and you start recording you realize ah oh, this doesn't work and you just a few little changes and it'll sound perfect yeah the whole it.
3: time we're giving each other feedback The whole time we're building each other up, like, while we're making one song, I'm like, oh, I want drums here. And then he's like, oh, I want your words to kind of do this on that part. And it's cool. It's a lot of fun. And and the big thing,
1: too, with any kind of creative process is, like, making sure that, you know, you're not afraid to tell the other person, like, no, like, don't do that. Which is, like, the best thing for me because, like, when you're producing, like, I need him to tell me, like. Yo, like, stop. Like, because it gets to a point where <laughs> you don't I'll need just, to do anymore. i yeah. like, I know what I can add. I know what I can add. I know what I can add. But it's like, you don't need to do that. And, and I need someone to tell me, stop, because I'm never going to know when to, when to yeah. stop, you know, adding and adding and adding.
3: Bison always makes me cry. Every yeah, that's time. the idea. He always hurts my feelings.
0: <laughs> well, how long did it take to get to a point where you trusted each other enough to feel
3: like you could say something? Exactly as long as we've been together. Yeah. yeah. Exactly so as long. Four I would years. Say, Well, yeah, I would say this year, this year and I think the
1: last like um, when we recorded his first sort of like debut kind of EP with just him on it. We
2: were finding that was
1: like the first time we were like, okay, like I got it because like there was a certain level of like going into that project. uh, The Fila EP when we were going into that, I was like producing for it and I wasn't really feeling it. But then there was this level of like, I'm going to trust what Faust is doing and it's going to work out and it worked out that's exactly what happened and then it like clicked with me at that moment i'm like okay i get i get collaboration now like i totally get how this works there's a certain level of like letting go and being like okay i'm going to do everything that you say and we're going to see what happens and then you do that and it it it'll either work out but if it doesn't you got to you can't be afraid to be like hey this isn't working mm. and that's kind of what we learned on that project and we've been full in on on that mindset for this one and i think it's been pretty beneficial
3: it's great it does everything i say he he actually drove me to work Every day. But... <laughs> no. I'm kidding. What about uh, something
0: I wanted to ask about and then we'll switch over and listen to uh, Best of It All, uh, which is one of the new songs that you guys are working on that you mentioned. I wanted to talk a little bit about features because that's something that I don't know the process for finding somebody else who's going to be uh, on your song or you want to you know, have. Uh, feet almost featured prominently right like how it do is you
3: completely unique to every person you work with yes yeah, so everybody we've find... ever collabed with is bizarre
0: well so first of all how do you like when you're listening to a song how do you decide that this one needs a feature in it or so you want like, a feature in
1: it this is relatively a new thing for us yeah. like we were working with other people that were sort of in o2 and then now is like o2 sort of changed over time Just now for this project, we're starting to look at other people, and that's like the first thing we're doing. We're looking at Mm -hmm. other rappers and people that you know we kind of have our eye on that we like to listen to, and um, so we're kind of reaching out. We'll put a song together, and what will kind of happen is we just sort of feel like, man, it really needs like a switch up in the second half, Mm -hmm. or it really needs someone to take over this hook that's just a different sound, and then we just start thinking about it. And we had um, a guy; his name is Simid come over he was fantastic and he recorded on a song that we have coming up called down that's queued up i believe also and he's um it was cool working with him because he's also a producer so he's producer rapper singer does a little bit of everything Um, so we kind of just what we did is we asked him what his workflow was we're like well what do you do and he was like well i'll just like go in and i'll just record and then i'll just take it all and we'll piece it together and he asked me if i can do that i'm like yeah absolutely so he recorded for like Ten minutes, like went into the booth. and just kept going and going and going, repeating it over. He's like, "All
3: right, find something." And he's like, "All right, I think." Like
1: said, he's like, yeah. "I think I'm good." And we we're like. All right, and then like we spent yeah. about like an hour piecing it all together, it sounded fantastic. And it slayed, yeah, yeah awesome. Wow, but, like, but that was his workflow, which is totally different than ours. Like yeah. he was like, "Hey, let me uh, let me listen to myself in the headphones." I'm like, "Oh, I've never done that." And I had to like figure out how to do that on my computer. And then he gave me uh, he hooked me up with a bunch of
3: plugins, and he actually sat on the computer for a while and showed me how to use Auto Tune, the autotune Tune plugin that he had and stuff. For some for some perspective, Simmons actually he's a he's an awesome guy. He lives in Florida, but he's from the islands. Hmm. So his sort of um, inclination is to kind of make more singy kind of um i guess yeah you wouldn't call it like moombatone but uh no no it, it's definitely like,
1: like it's like singing it's it's a lot of like mainstream kind of stuff yeah um in terms of like that blend of like but he's, not, and afraid and and he's not afraid and he to sing and he's not afraid to rap either it. he's really he good it. like he's really yeah. really good and um but it was fun because it was like to get to, get to see his workflow and how he's figured out because just like we were saying earlier it took us forever to figure our workflow out somebody else may have reached a different conclusion like he did and it was kind of cool to kind of get that perspective and i think it's was exciting.
0: he just laying that down in general or was that for a specific song that, that was for a, for a song. specific song okay
3: so you li- you had him listen to the song and then said can you we actually built it on the spot here's what's wow. weird from a from a like a rapper's perspective one of the most important skills you need to have if you are an mc not everyone's as lucky as being like in a group some mm-hmm. guys are on their own the mo- one of the most important skills you have to have is beat selection you have to know your own vibe your own tone what your voice sounds kind of good on for example if you had a freddie mercury acapella is he going to sound better on like a a instrumental from queen or an instrumental from the band corn you know what i mean it might sound interesting but you got to pick out the right sound for the tonality the right vibe he's going for what are the lyrics what is he saying you know what i mean so uh we actually went through a couple of different sounds and he was like oh let's find some with some guitar okay uh let's find some. all right slow this down all right that's a better bpm you know and he was showing me
1: stuff that he made and he was like hey uh, you know show me like hi-hat patterns this is kind of my vibe and i was like i was like oh i can do that it was actually really funny because he had only heard a couple of the other tracks he made he's like i was like i can do that he's like can you and i'm like yeah absolutely and i basically copied it like one-to-one like exactly what he wanted and it it, it was cool with that moment of like him sort of like that apprehension of like i don't know if these guys are really with it to kind of being like no we're Let's do that. And then we just did. And it was yeah. cool because at, at that moment on, it was super relaxed. We just kept going and moving, moving. He recorded for 10 minutes. We sat there and like moved everything together for about like two hours to get it finished. But That's it was a good cool. One. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: in other cases, when it comes to features, uh, do you, uh, you know, you talk about different workflows. So are mm. you sending the song out again? So or right now, just... we actually
3: have an upcoming collaboration with this Chicago rapper named Lucky. Yeah. Uh, and we actually sent him a few beats to choose from. So oh, we're okay. kind of balls in your court because he's in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, so he has harder his own studio. He has, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not even harder. That's the beauty of the times. It's just harder to what would normally be done in like 15 minutes of talking in person. is going to take a few weeks. Uh, so we sent him a bunch of beats to look over. He's going to pick his one. Right. And then when he records it, we're not there to really see. So it's kind of like a wait-and-see situation. Right. Um, We
1: we did that once all the way to completion with another Chicago rapper uh, named Adam Killa. Shout out to Adam. Yeah, shout out to Adam Killa. So basically, that was the same thing where I had a track that he was on, and it was going to land on one of my beat tapes. And Mm -hmm. uh, he heard it and hit me up, and then... We ended up sending him, you know, the, the money for the feature and sent it out. Within, like, three days, he got back with us and sent us the feature back. And He's
3: a pretty hungry guy, though. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. He, he's working for a living, yeah. man. He, yeah,
1: he, well, he's 100% independent, so he just yeah. spends all oh, day, like, yeah. features, feature features, deals DM you. me, feature deals DM me. So he DM'd me and said, like, hey, I'll do a feature for you. So we ended up um, – we got that. I, I love it. I think it sounded great. Yeah, but, it um, did. It came out great. But uh, he um, – Th- that's how that worked. We sent him the beat, and then there was, like, an open space at the end. He was only supposed to record 16 bars. And he recorded, like, 20-something. Like, he kept going through the outro, like, literally until the audio ended. And I was like, okay. He
3: was okay. copping ca- a feel. He's yeah. Right. He's he, was, he was vibing. He was definitely vibing, vibing for it. real.
1: But, uh, yeah, so I sent that to him, and then he sent it back. And then I did I did the mix because he sent me the acapella. Thankfully. I was so afraid he was going to send me the full track back. But he just sent me the acapella, and I went, and I mixed it and everything. And then yeah. that that's what we're hoping is going to happen with this lucky feature. So we're kind of waiting on that one. But... Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. You know, it's it's always that little worry of like, well, if it's bad, like, I don't want to don't want to say, hey, man, <laughs> yeah, I know sucks, you're
0: successful, you know? <laughs> but this is trash. Yeah, we don't want to have that moment. <laughs> Was so you sent him a few beats. What about the rest of the song, though? So are you going to build the song? off of what he's done or is he building We something send him off
3: songs that I'm already on. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so when you say the beats. Yeah. yeah. So basically yeah. what
1: it is is it's he's on it and yeah. for all the parts that he's on it, then there's like a sixteen bar usually space that we give him. And yeah. as a
3: writer too, we can he can pick out pick and choose the motifs. Like if I use a word, let's right. say I'm rapping and I say like, you know, like lemonade. Later on on his verse he can be like, I love lemonade. Or yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Well like Adam
1: yeah. Killer did that exact thing. He did where that where he few words. he was talking a about words. LA and then so on on Adam's verse, he started talking about L.A. to Chicago, like kind of brought it back to where he was talking about Orlando to L.A. He was talking about L.A. to Chicago, kind of bringing it back home. To Shouts him. 3 Greedo.
2: Yeah. Free 3
1: But um, so that was uh, that's kind of why we like to send it with the verse. So they get at least an idea of what we're yeah, trying to go for. Yeah. So. No, that makes more
0: sense. Well, let's listen to a couple of songs, including the one with Simid. Uh, best of it all will be first and then down. Yeah. And uh, just for reference, in case uh, people are looking O2 up on Instagram, Bandcamp, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Facebook at 0 2 mob uh, and that's O-H-T-W-O, mm-hmm. uh, these songs, these song titles might change mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This so is an exclusive is not, preview. None of this yeah, is released. Yeah. So I really so. appreciate you guys doing that for us today. Uh, so we'll hear best of it all on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree.
3: I drop a car and you know
0: Okay, Water Park, Florida, that was Down featuring Simid. And before that, we had Best of It All. Both of those songs will be coming out on a new album from O2 coming up soon. They are in the process of producing it. Luckily for us, they shared them today, a version of them, which might change uh, a little bit more. So we've got the producer, Bison, and the MC Faust here this morning. Thank you guys again for being here. I was curious, you know, we were talking a little bit about, uh, you know, this version of each of the songs. And I was curious because, you know, thinking about art, any kind of art, whether that's writing or music or uh, traditional uh, painting or something like that, when do you know that something is done? When do you know that, okay, I can I can move on from this one. I, I don't have to change the lyrics anymore. I don't have to change the beats anymore. I don't have to change anything in the background. Uh, I can finally move on.
3: That's like the hardest question. It's like, and it the, just knowing when to step away, stop adding ingredients, yeah, is very hard. Um, but I think it just sort of speaks for itself when it's done. It's just sort of one of those things where it's just this, let's sit on it for a week, listen to it, and then it's like, okay, it's it doesn't need anything else. Maybe. You know, we could have done that or maybe we could do that, but we shouldn't. Let's just leave it alone.
0: (laughs) Well, at (laughs) some point you have to put it out into the world, right? Exactly. You have to
1: like force yourself to in a way step like have like a third person perspective on it and like think like, Okay, I want this song to do something does it do that thing? And mm. if it's a yes, then stop. Like, if you feel like yes, then stop. And if you feel like it's almost yes, stop. If it's, <laughs> But if it's no, then keep working on it and yeah. then figure out why it's not doing the thing you want it to do. And then that's usually when things either hit the cutting room floor or it turns into, you know, something great because you worked on it. You turned it into exactly what it needed to be and then you have to, like, walk away. Um, and, of course, it's, like, nearly impossible to, like, get to that moment to feel like, it's done, but when you feel like it's almost done, chances are it's probably done. <laughs> that's so how I feel.
0: Out of the eight songs you brought today, you know, speaking of cutting room floor, you know, and eventually one O two blows up, and you guys do all your uh, B tracks from this part of your life with the you know the big album release that you have, the collected works of O2, all of that. How mm. many songs didn't make it to this stage? At least so like three,
3: four yeah.
1: so far. Yeah, yeah, and, and like, and that's the thing is like we've had other projects where. It was like, um, like almost double the tracks that we like had to cut it down to half. Like I know, like, uh, uh Kristen, in the last project we had, we had a bunch of tracks we had to cut, yeah. or like things that only got halfway completed, or we started working on a project, scrapped everything and started over. Like there's yeah. things that you know sometimes you have to work through to mm-hmm. figure out exactly what you want to make. Like you have like you know idea A, but once you start making it, it doesn't work. You know, figure out why it doesn't work and where you're actually going with it. And, like, I know the recent revelation we had was like, we just want to make pop music. Like, right. that's all we're making, really, at the end of the day. It's pop music. I mean, it's it's hip hop, and that's exactly what it is. And, you know, but it's like that pop element, that. Exciting sort of catchiness to it. Like, we realized, like, oh, we love writing catchy hooks, so let's emphasize that. When before we were like, we're gonna make big brain intellectual, you know, lyricism, make you think music. And then as time changed, we realized, no, there's nothing wrong with making a catchy hook, making something that's exciting that people want to grab onto that still has substance. And like, we had to work through that. We had to like throw a million tracks away to get there.
3: Yeah, it wasn't doing the thing, as
0: you yeah.
1: said.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what about the idea of. Uh, you know the track listings. We don't have traditional albums much anymore. I don't know if you guys are looking at this as something you're going to release on a CD, if you're ever going to put it on vinyl or anything right. along those lines. What about the actual track listing? How much of that goes into deciding what that songs are going to come That is for us out?
3: always been very important. It's like
0: yeah. really
1: numero uno, yeah. like important. So, so your
0: intention is for people to listen to it all through the whole album. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: For me, like albums are great because they're just the the unified sort of agreed upon artistic statement for mm-hmm. music. Like that's what that is. And so for us, it's like if you release a single, and that's it. There's no context. It doesn't fit into anything bigger. So for mm-hmm. me, like that's the thing that I love. Is like you can have a great single, but if you have a great single that also fits into a great album, that's just that that's the goal. We want every song to be like that. We want every song to be you can listen to it on its own but it's in there the for project a reason, it makes more yeah. sense, yeah. you know? It, like it it's like, "Oh, I see why they even went in this direction." Instead of being like, "Oh, this is a bop and then you move on." It's like that's sort of the idea. The album is very, very important. Track is very, very important.
0: Well, then let me ask you this. Have you come up with a song and you're like, "Or have you felt like there's a space in an album that needs this type of song and you actually have to Oh, like, absolutely. And go out We've and do it. We've done that, that a bunch of times. Yeah. We've
3: had parts I mean, couple years ago we had a bossa nova album uh and it was like several times i think three times in the album we were just like screw it we're gonna sample some (laughs) like 1970s bossa nova we had a uh like an old lady singing portuguese at one point and we also do a lot of skits um this new album's definitely no exception we're gonna have a lot of funny skits so tune in you guys but (laughs) it's gonna be we it's we gotta put it together before we know you know Okay, let's add like a, something okay. here, something small here, a okay. drum break. What you
1: know. I've noticed is a lot of times like you'll you'll think it's done and then you'll listen to it in order and you're like, this jump between track five and track, you know six. Is just wrong. And it's like there's something that's begging to be in this yeah. spot. Mm. And that's usually the the last couple steps. We always have this like this crunch time period at the very end where like we're all in the studio, we're listening to it. And we're like, we just need something that sounds like this, that's right here. And then right. we'll start working on that. We'll like review it. And next time they come over, we'll all listen to the demo tape over and over and over again. And be like, oh, between track seven and eight, we need something here, whether it's a skit, whether we need to like add an outro to a song, an intro to another song. Like we gotta make sure that this thing sounds cohesive. We can't have these random jumps or people are going to lose interest. So that's kind of... Bison and I
3: both absolutely love concept albums. Is sort of one of the things. It's got to be not theatrical, but it's got to kind of have like a story. Beginning to end. I just a narrative.
1: Like, I like albums that have like a very clear idea, whether it's right. like a direct narrative or if it's like a concept. So like another an album that one of my favorite albums ever is uh, Original Pirate Material by The Streets. Mm. It's a UK garage hip hop yep. album. And what I love about that album is that like Mike Skinner really went out of his way to be like, this is what it's like to be my age in e- England at, in 2002. So it's like this is this is what it's like to be. this is my life. This is what everything about it, whether it's relationships, going out and partying, th- thinking about the future, politics, all this stuff And like every song tackles a different idea. and he does it in just a brilliant way. and it's like, and I just love that album. that album just like from beginning to end, that concept is clear and it's executed perfectly on every song. It's not necessarily a clear narrative, but it's a clear idea. And so that's kind of what we're trying to go for. Not for nothing.
3: There is not enough Orlando music, so we're trying to do that. Shout outs to Orlando music. Yeah. Shouts to but the
1: oh. Definitely shout outs to Orlando. But um, yeah, that's the other kind of meta thing for us is we
3: really want that to
1: to be huge. Well, I'd, like I'd being... say
3: we cornered our market. We're probably the only... <laughs> <laughs> our our biggest competition is those damn scooters. So. That is true.
0: They do. Uh, they're working on a new album as well. So I'm they are. You get an album out. Your album out. Maybe we can do one of those there. like
1: Jay Z T Mobile deals where like every time you get on one of those scooters, it plays our album and it goes double platinum in a day. I like he we're did with T Mobile, where like, idea. like everybody with T Mobile got four forty-four. 44 hey, He's like, I'm oh, we'll double
0: Save bad business ideas. We'll oh, do that. Oh, in okay. A few All right. Yeah. My Goodness bad. gracious. <laughs> you're, you're just throwing the milk out for free. <laughs> I think that's how you do it. Yeah, milk. <laughs> uh, something I want to talk about um, as far as hip-hop bands go, and I don't know, this might be true for most uh, musicians and everything else, but what I found is hip-hop, especially, and I think of a band like Brock Hampton is not just the producer and the MC anymore. Mm. You need so many people, um, or so many people can be part of the experience, so many people can be part of the band. So Brockhampton has multiple MCs, multiple producers, but then you know the people who are doing the video, the people who are doing the merch, the people who are doing the website mm. and the social media are all really part of the band as well. Is that what you're seeing, you know, absolutely. Uh, for O2 or for bands in general? That's why this, it's O2
3: Mob. We is absolutely. this
0: hip hop specific? Do you feel like, or is it every band is like
3: that? I think hip hop is cool because it's filling a void that punk used to have where it's all very, I wouldn't say entrepreneurial, but it's very from the bottom up, Oh you yeah, do it yourself. Yep. It's very DIY. So you have to have a guy for everything. You have to do it yourself. It's not like you give out a demo and then you have a team. It's like, you have to have your own team first to get that demo out. Right. I mean,
1: even from the start, hip hop was about community. Like that's right. like the biggest thing about the genre that I think is awesome is that like it started with just block parties in New York, like people just having a good time and hanging out and knowing everybody. And now it's like turn to this thing where it's like, you know, the reason that groups like, you know, Wu Tang or Brockhampton, these huge mega groups that are like, you know, you don't even realize like like, like the other artist that I think is a big great example of that is someone like a Kanye West in the sense that when he produces an album, it's like yeah, it's his name, but it's his name, his team, all of his friends, basically everybody is involved. There's like probably like 50 people behind every single Kanye West release. You know, and I think that that's something that we're trying to build over time. We have plenty of awesome people that have helped us along the way, that are like yeah. actively helping us do things, and we just kind of want to build that. We want everybody to be involved, you know, another artist we've been looking to a lot that both of us are huge fans of at least, struct- and then, well, music-wise, obviously, but uh, from a structural standpoint, we're looking at is like the Gorillas, mm-hmm. where, you know, it's, it's Jamie Hewlett and Damon Albarn, a musician and an artist, and they're just like, well, we're going to make this big project, and everyone's going to be involved, and we're going to be, quote-unquote, the biggest band ever, because there's just so many people that they've worked with, and that's sort of what we're trying to build over time. That's been our main kind of, like, focus for right now. But, um, yeah, there's tons of people that help us, and I think that's really important.
0: So what are the areas that you're still looking for help? Do you need uh, animators? To yeah. Yes, all actually. Your new yes. videos. Yes, actually. Um,
3: so, I actually do all of the album artwork myself. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I do all the tour so posters. Designers, I do all that stuff. Animators. Animation is not the same thing as art, I have found. It is very hard. Yeah. You need a lot of time and people.
0: Uh, costume designers. Do you need costume designers?
3: Man, I'm good. Look Interior look designers. I mean, I'm, I'm straight. I'm like... straight.
0: <laughs> 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 no, but actually, so uh, looking at this next album then, um, in terms of how you're going to release it and everything else, like, what are the big plans for it?
3: Uh, the big plan is we get it together, uh, all in order and all that. Yeah, first and step, we finish together- it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's step one is finish the actual. But um, we, we're basically trying to put together an actual media release, uh, which we've done on a smaller scale before. But this time, uh, we're definitely going to give it out to people mm. maybe talk to some labels or whatever but mostly we've been doing videos ourselves we've been doing all that ourselves we're gonna take this very Shout much david luna by the way actually yeah, that's luna, one of the guys that's been like luna's in the mob he's part of o2 mob he's uh he's our video guy he's done three or four of our music videos he's just he's fantastic knew Could, him since he was a wee lad he's
1: like he's like what like 18
3: he's like 14 right? he's like 14 no, I'm
1: he's, no, like he's, he's, and he's like a, and like t- no, eleven. He's he's nine nine years years and Super (laughs) ambitious, but he's like he's really great. He's done a bunch of he's done a couple of our videos, he's done editing for our stuff. He's he's really good. David Luna. I think it's at David Luna on Instagram, something like that. Luna Visuals. Luna Luna Visuals. Luna Visuals. L-U-N-A. But he's part
3: he's part of the mob for sure. He's the first person that came to mind when you mentioned you have different people. Yeah. But um we're definitely this this album, we're gonna we're taking our time and we're gonna make it proper. It's gonna be big.
0: Well, let's leave it at that for now. We're already at the end of the first hour of the show. It goes by quickly because I'm a joy to talk to. So you guys, (laughs) uh, if you want to learn more about O2 Mob, keep up with them and find out when the release will happen. That's O2 Mob at uh, O-H-T-W-O. That's on Instagram, Bandcamp, Spotify, SoundCloud, Facebook. I would encourage you to follow them on all of those, as well as YouTube to see the videos and to see their... Uh, is the show
3: that you guys sort of produce is that a weekly thing? So we make something. Uh, it's not well. No, nah, it's not weekly at all. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, we have something. It's called Triple C TV, and it's basically the behind the scenes. Get to see how the magic is made, man.
0: It's a lot of fun, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about this in the next hour. I got to see some of your uh, dance moves, Faust. Oh yeah, and
3: you can you got some moves. Oh, I, when when it's when I'm called upon. Yeah. show you down? Would you say, that you, <laughs> would you say yeah. that you
1: boogie down on stage? I just want to hear you say that. I boogie
3: down on stage. Boogie's down.
0: Perfect. That's going to be my new ringtone. Thank you for that. Uh, You're listening to A Certain Degree on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. We've got some commercials, and then we'll hear another O2 song coming out of the break. Thank you so much for listening.
4: Every week. That's how
0: often Nick is on the radio with amazing people from around Orlando. There are community leaders and dancers, improvisers and photographers, entrepreneurs and authors, and many, many more. If you like what you're hearing, consider subscribing to the podcast. Or, if you already subscribe, follow the show on social media.
4: If you do both of these things already, don't stop. Believe in. Now back to the show.
0: wprk winter park florida you're listening to a certain degree from their brand new album that isn't even out yet a song that isn't even fully done yet that was creep good morning my name is nick bison just wait your turn you were ready to talk about it i
1: was i was ready to talk about that song i was ready to talk about that song
0: (laughs) uh from o2 the musicians behind the music uh bison and faust are here Hey. Bison, good morning.
1: What did you want to say about that song? Oh, you can stream that now. That's on Spotify. Oh, actually, okay. yeah, that that's one the is. only one that we sent that's actually out. It might not sound finished. It might not sound but good, it's <laughs> <laughs> but it's done. You might not like it at all, but it is done and it is there to stream. No, oh,
0: so that one is done. I apologize. I didn't want to. I, I don't want to infer that our imply that these things are not finished yet. And oh, they're not. Therefore, that's okay. <laughs> well, and therefore not good. Oh, yeah. Right. Like this is a work in progress, just like wish anything else. We yeah, exclusive, middle of the road. exclusive yeah. preview here. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. So I'm sure it's not going to change that much. I mean, really, let's just take a quick aside. Like nobody from the radio listen for a second. Like you guys, it's pretty good. Oh, I don't think you need to do much that. more in my Thanks. opinion. All right. They can. They can okay. Let's go back. To <laughs> I don't they else. Can, I think they're listening again. Yeah. Everybody else listening. You can listen again. Oh, I hope they can hear us If they are stopped listening That's Alright <laughs> uh, So this part of the show We always do The same thing With our guests Our guests My guests I guess it's just me And so We're gonna do A part of the show Called Bad Business Ideas So I gotta play the song
4: Bad business ideas It's time to pick just one It's gonna be totally legal We hope it won't hurt anyone
1: so
2: come on,
0: some fun. Yes. Bad business ideas making people rethink capitalism since 2016. So if you guys ever want to do, you just put down some lyrics for bad business ideas. I will be happy to play that
3: every week for the rest of my life. Put some
1: 808s to the bad business ideas theme yeah. song.
3: I could add some ad-libs if you want. I'm I'm happy to.
1: (laughs) Just take the actual track. Just ad-lib over it. Auto-tune it out. That
3: would be great.
0: So you guys, if you haven't listened to the show yet, if you're out there listening for the first time, this is the part of the show where I pitch two relatively bad ideas. Now, this comes from my family. My dad likes to tell me all his entrepreneurial plans, his schemes, his get-rich-quick schemes. Mm. Uh, But he doesn't want to do them. So he just tells them to me and to other members of his family I guess expecting that we will do them. It's a think tank. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what I'm doing to you now. So it rolls downhill, if you will. So one of the ideas that I came up with in the past, just as an example, these are, this isn't your idea, but you know, in Florida, we don't have basements typically. So we don't really have an area of the house where you could do a good panic room. Mm. Because typically you put it in a basement because it's just, it seems like a good shelter area. Right? So, what we uh what i had the idea for are inflatable panic rooms almost Mm. like the you know the raft that you just pull the cord and it pops out wow this would be an entire room because most of the time what we're facing is some sort of water crisis okay here in florida Mm -hmm. you know like rising tides, storm floods that sort of thing so you just pop it you go in it's got food it's got other stuff mres all that okay
3: and you can go in there and live what do you think about that idea well i love a good panic uh, that is true I love a good room yes yeah. <laughs> um, you know my girlfriend will tell you we actually call the living room the panic room because uh, I I'm just in a constant state of uh hyper asphyxiation and 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 panic so uh just we'll, in that room ju- well it, most rooms I'm in I'm panicking okay great I'm just in a constant state of, of panic I'm like the hulk I have to to be human I have to always be angry yeah so I'm just always having anxiety is that just uh, so, uh, any interior is it outside as well I don't I mean, I'm not outside a lot, so okay. I'll get back to you about that. I'll text you When he sees yeah. outside
1: for the first time, he'll let yeah. you know. Right, but,
3: right. Uh, he just goes so from a series of tunnels into different buildings. For an inflatable room? Yeah. Let's say Hurricane Irma's back with a vengeance. Sure. Irma 2? Uh, Irma 2. Electric bug glue? Super. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say uh, an inflatable. Not only is it comforting, if it can have like a squeak sound. Yeah. That would, oh, man. What do you mean by squeak sound? Like a rubber ducky. Oh, like every okay. time so you move, you start anytime panicking. You can just squeeze the wall when you start throwing yourself against the walls of yeah. the pan- of inflatable panic room. It just squeaks, you know. Okay, I like that. Or, uh,
1: yeah, but like if you a did great that, head. like wouldn't like yeah. every dog within a mile radius like run at it at well, the same the time? Well, the idea like, is everyone in the neighborhood
3: has one, so the dog. Yeah. Oh, right? so Hopefully like, you the, buy the, for like the whole neighborhood. neighborhood. Well, yeah. there's your second idea for an add-on for an additional twenty-five dollars, no included shipping handling. You get a doggy panic room that inflates. Ooh. I like that, because who wants their pets in Poof. a small
0: room with you? Open who that.
1: wants to be with their pets, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: a good point. All right, I like this. You guys, we're getting the, we're getting the juices rolling. That's not a <laughs> word that you should use with that. Let's
3: roll that juice.
0: Yeah, let's roll that juice. Uh, bison and Faust, may I call you Bison and Faust? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great. All right, I have a case of the Mondays. Not because it's the beginning of the week. I like work. I like going to work. I like being here at the radio station. I like going to my job after this. Mondays, though, are a time where a lot of my favorite restaurants are closed because they do the weekend thing. It's a good time for them to be open. So they close Mondays, and I get it. Some places are open seven days a week. Some want a day off, uh, but they still want to get that Sunday fun day money. Uh, So on Mondays, I can't go to Buttermilk Bakery. There are no delicious sandwiches from Orlando Meats no lunch at Cadence or breakfast at Seven Bites. So that's just four of them that oh. are my favorites that I can't get to on a Monday. So I can't be the only one with these cravings, mm. I hope. That's what I tell the, my parole officer. So let's do something <laughs> to take advantage of that with something called Sneaky Eats. Sneaky Ooh. Eats is a one day a week restaurant where we serve all these stuff other people would normally serve. Mm. So, Mm. like Orlando Meats and Seven Bites, etc. Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. Oh, that's a good idea. So maybe we're open Uh. Sunday
3: and Monday. Sunday we do (laughs) exclusively Chick-fil-A. But then the one-day-a-week thing had a nice ring to it.
1: I don't know. Sunday-Monday is pretty good.
0: Sunday Sunday is two days a week. It's two days a week. You have five days off.
3: You have five days off. To record music. Yeah, two days to get sneaky with your food.
0: Yes, to do <laughs> sneaky eats. So we could either I'm not sure how it would work if we want to recreate all the recipes or if we just want to go there to Chick-fil-A on Saturday a and buy a bunch of Oh,
3: buy a oh, bunch. So we could buy
0: a bunch. Well, here's the thing. It's not available on Sunday, so we can charge whatever we want. Right. If right. somebody wants Chick-fil-A on a Sunday if like a mom is driving around it's with the kids, it's a drought
2: I mean, and and yeah, but it's
1: like, you know, like 10 bucks a sandwich. Someone's yeah. like, "Well, it's Sunday. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to get it anyway. I'll pay ten bucks right. for this. I'm thing. losing
3: money on this guy.
1: That's, that's like peak capitalism. That's like surge <laughs> pricing for food. Yeah, absolutely. You figure yeah. out just when things are
3: closed, and then you
1: charge twice as much for it's them $5 only when they're closed. for Chick fil A. Chick-fil-A
3: exactly.
1: Sauce. What do you guys think about that?
3: I love it. All right. I mean.
1: It, it would help, like I, I guess. like I don't know. I don't,
0: know. I I don't it. like it, it ethically. Is it there a market Nick. for that? Oh, definitely. Okay, definitely. yes. It's basically for me only. That's for Nick. And maybe I just go on Sunday and buy all the stuff that I want on a Monday. I think he's just but asking us to buy food. I don't
2: know. <laughs>
0: yeah, him. could you buy some food? <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to want on a Monday. That's a thing. So mm. I think having the entire restaurant experience, mm. that'll be good because sometimes, you know, maybe I want a burger, but yeah. I don't know. That and then, then you can ahead. take
1: the people that aren't getting enough hours at those restaurants and you hire them mm. to work. Basically,
3: Perfect. when they wouldn't be scheduled anyway. Everything I know about people Give that them some more work, hours. lower end restaurant business, they love working an extra day every week. Uh, uh, I know, if I know anything about Especially for people,
1: like four fifty an hour with tips.
3: Yeah. If, if I know anything is, about the working <laughs> If you know anything about people... It's that they love one day off a week. All right, so that's Sneaky Eats. That's
0: just the first offering on this plate of goodness. Uh, let's go to the second one. Something interesting happened in 2016. O2 formed, the band O2. Along with that, California legalized recreational marijuana. Yeah, you. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, many operations, and this is what happened, all of a sudden many operations that were growing flowers started growing cannabis because they're like this is way more profitable why are we growing uh, lilies and tulips or Mm. lulips and tillies like if they cross you know gmo them or whatever it's just more profitable so the cannabis industry as we all know is growing it's going to happen in other places boom thank you for that uh and it's getting it's going to be as big or bigger than the flower industry the floriculture industry By, say, 2025, 2026. So just a few years from now. So what do we do? Because all these big growers of flowers are getting uh, turned over or turned into uh, marijuana growers. What are we going to do for all that need of flowers? Like, we still need flowers. Sure. You guys are romantic, right? (laughs) I'm looking at at bison's eyes right now. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) staring into them. You've been staring into them the entire show, which is pretty impressive. Deep, deep. I tell myself not to blink. How often, as a producer, as an and an MC, how often do you get each other flowers?
1: Oh man, not often. Maybe we should make that a practice. I'm sorry, you should
0: yeah, like do that, that that's Stay more a on a the aha spot. Moment Whoa. in couples therapy. You know exactly. what? <laughs> Maybe you're not doing it because there's not enough flowers anymore.
1: Might be it. Yeah, industry's dying. We didn't even think about it. So, weren't marketing to us. Listen, we're going to start a
0: new company. So basically, if all these places are starting to grow cannabis, that means the home growers aren't growing cannabis anymore. Like, wh- what's the reason they would do that? It's so easy to get now, in theory. So we're gonna start a company called Weed Filler, and <laughs> what we're gonna do is hire the home grower to now grow flowers. Ooh, like like flip the market.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you have to like, meet your... a dude in a parking lot like, <laughs> to pick up some flowers, like That's the same exactly exact right,
3: yes, exactly right. Yo, yeah. My, my man's Hector the godson growing tulips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> Does he hand it to you in, like, a bag? Like- H-Lokes from the Avs growing <laughs> some roses. Some, some, I mean, yeah, that's, some not, posies. that's not a bad idea. I don't know. I think that. I, well, what do you think? Mm.
0: What city? You, you invested. <laughs> what city are we talking about? You've invested all this money in your home grow. You have the facility. Plant. Yeah. Whatever it is. You've got the lights. You've got the watering systems. You've got the all of that. And now it's basically worthless because you can just go buy at the store.
3: Mm. Hmm. Well, in theory, don't flowers just grow and when, you, when you put them in dirt, don't they? That's and my understanding, but things. like the special flowers. Like for okay. special... Yeah, the like special
1: predi- nature doesn't arrange them.
0: Hang on a, a minute. Bouquet, fast. Bro. Yeah, fast. dog. Fast. <laughs> Let's go talk over here for a second. I'm just just leave bison out of it. Nice. Like special flowers. You're going to get them some special flowers, right? Okay. Not just flowers. dirt, like road flowers. Road, road flowers? Yeah, like the flowers you you're found on the side about, of the are road. Are
3: talking about poppies? I...
0: Well, no, that's something else altogether. Yeah, we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, let's grow some. About, let's like grow some you,
3: flowers, bro. You got me.
0: Yeah, but I'll buy in. I'll okay. invest. All right, great. All right, okay, Bison. You can come back in on the okay, conversation. Cool. All right.
1: Great. Cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think might might be a good idea. Might like you know have the guys like swinging like last minute for the dudes that didn't think about it on Valentine's Day. Exactly. Sort of thing. Like it's like oh well, Hector. Has flowers, yeah, and 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 John has flowers, and all these dudes on my cell phone on speed dial that all have anonymous names. Dealer. Hey, I, I got to call the my weed flower de- filler
3: app. Ooh, oh, I'm gonna get some. Dir- yeah. I'm gonna get some road flowers here real quick.
1: Oh yeah, and the road flowers are like mad cheap. That's the tagline. It's like mid flowers, and then you have like the high grains. Weed stuff. filler, road flowers, mad cheap. <laughs> there we go. I love it. See,
0: this is that why delivery is just like dirty it as, words. <laughs> Look, as words are, you guys are DIY, you guys are punk rock. Yeah. So you're gonna know how to take one of these ideas to the next level. Let's do it. So let's pick. You guys gotta pick one. Weed filler. I, I think Inflatable weed filler. Oh. No dude, weed filler. No,
1: yeah, weed filler, I think. Yeah, you don't have sense. to agree. Especially if we got the app. Like we got the weed filler app, right? And then you have the guy I, like like show up to your like like you meet him in a Wawa parking lot, right? Mm. And then he brings out the flowers, right? And they're like, you know, get a bunch of roses. He promised you twelve, you give you, gives you eleven. You rate him like, you know, four stars. You're like, Hey, you forgot mm. a flower. They were nice flowers. But he forgot one. Might have been a mistake. So I'm giving him four stars. Don't give him the benefit of the doubt. Leave a decent review. Give him some constructive feedback. Okay. Then like you know, the best flower dealers kind of move to the top, mm-hmm. and you can kind of and know who you're. local. You know, you got you got you know Hector, John, Steve, everybody. Kind the of like blog lined name is up. David. You know David. You know David's up there. He's moving up the ranks. He's got four stars right now. He's got a. You know, he messed he up a, a couple times. He was a game. shooter.
3: And now he's a, a he's read
1: he accidentally grew weed instead of flowers one time okay. he forgot oh
3: geez. But, you know so that that kind of tarnished looked good in the presentation though yeah it looked yeah.
1: great you know so so you said good presentation okay wrong that's plant that's all that matters <laughs> so <laughs> you're gonna
3: you're gonna choose um, uh, weed filler flowers. yeah absolutely okay I'm I'm stuck between sneaky eats and the inflatable panic room
0: you like the inflatable panic I room I
3: think I like the inflatable for myself now, I'm gonna get the inflatable panic Room.
0: okay so you're just gonna buy one on your own just just have it. it and have it now as O2 if i was going to ask for a celebrity endorsement from O2 oh my gosh which one of these would O2 celebrity endorse hey weed hey,
3: hey weed filler day uh, 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 <laughs> we'll get the weed you're filler. The theme song yeah i'm working i you know we're working the jingle you're going to get that like push you're a McDonald's, McDonald's radio jingle buddy we're writing the theme song for weed filler today.
0: right now right on the air i ooh. love it ooh All right. So O2 officially selects we weed we officially filler. endorse Weed Filler. Weed okay. Filler for sure. Great. That's I'll get one. you uh obviously you're going to make a cut of every sale. Okay. Nice. As endorsers and so we'll figure that out. Um not enforcers. Not endorsers. endorsers. <laughs> enforcers. It's not weed anymore. <laughs> the, the Weed Filler <laughs> and flowers. Enforcers are different. We're, yeah, we'll have those they as have well. For, they have those as well.
1: 1 okay. 800 Flowers better run, man. They got a competition coming up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> literally like stick.
0: Breaking Bad right now. <laughs> We're taking
1: over their territory. Yeah.
0: Ooh. All right. Well, thank you guys for that. Let's play a song and we'll come back uh, in a little bit. We'll have a pop quiz. But if you want to learn more, any anything more about O2, that's at O2 Mob on Instagram, Bandcamp. Spotify, SoundCloud, Facebook, and of course, YouTube, if you want to see them. And I think you'll do a little bit of a video on this sometime, right? Yeah. In the future on, on YouTube, we'll, blow, yeah. blow, you'll we'll see go. them yeah. on WPRK as you're listening. So you should listen to the podcast as you're watching them on WPRK on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. very meta. It's very meta. It's the full experience, fully immersive. Uh, what song should we play? Oh, that's right.
1: Um, Mephistopheles. Put that M- one on. It's a little bit shorter. Yeah. But it's a good one.
0: Anything else about it?
1: Oh. Uh, it's
0: shorter, we use the so Moog you on talk
1: that talk a little bit more. We used the Moog on that one. Oh, yeah. That's we good. used yeah. the
3: Moog. We dusted the old Moog off.
1: <laughs> Even though we've used that on every single project the old ever. but Moog. That one. That's a good one. We're missing that. We got to put another verse in, but this is one of my favorite ones, actually. I yeah. think this one, we got to, we're going to work on it a bit, so this is exclusive, exclusive, it, exclusive scene preview. slapeth. It do slappeth. All right. And for lack of a better
0: word. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so we'll hear that on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree.
3: Nobody in my town is still
0: PRK, Winter Park Floor. That was Mephistopheles uh, from their new album that's not even out yet or done. Or named or Or, anything. (laughs) Oh, can we come up with a name? Can we just brainstorm names? Can we have people call in? Yeah. And suggest names? Hey, caller. (laughs) Bison and Faust are (laughs) here. Bison and Faust from O2. Coincidentally enough, you can follow them on most of the social medias but also Bandcamp, Spotify and YouTube, if you want to hear and see, in some cases, the Swell. music as well. Uh, if you missed any of the show today, it will be out in podcast form in about a week and a half, and you can listen to us in your ears at any time after that. Accurate? Cool. Yes. Accurate. Great. I hope so. Perfect. Uh, you guys are here today. And I have to do this with every guest. I just like to do this. Uh, I kind of spring a pop quiz on you. Mm. And so there's gonna be five questions as asked by Simon Time from Simon Time Trivia. He does trivia six or seven nights a week out and around Orlando. So he knows what he's talking about. I often don't know what I'm talking about, but in this case I do. It's because whoever wins this becomes my best friend. And there is a winner. Whoever loses becomes my most bitter enemy, wow. and it's just for a week. A pregnant, so you guys should be fine. Pregnant. So balance. what I'll need to know <laughs> in, in both cases is your schedule for the week, obviously, because mm. if I'm going to be your bitter enemy, I need to know where you are at any given time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be your best friend. Same thing. Might bring you treats. Might bring you things that you like. Mm. Uh, I'll need to know all your allergies and fears for both. Probably. Yeah, right? enemy because and if good. you're my best friend, I want to keep those things away from or you. Or if you're,
1: what,
2: why
0: why would, you, like, enemies, not just, I'm not going to try to. Oh, i mean annoying going to annoy. He's or, trying to be
1: in the way. Like, <laughs> hey, that's what
2: oh, <laughs>
0: got it. He's just yeah, going to be. fast come over here for a second. okay, Fa- okay. Yeah. Yeah. You were going to be best friends, right?
3: Oh, man, yeah, I thought we were already best friends.
0: Well, we'll see. We do really well on this. I thought this was a sure thing. And then I might
1: try to kill Bison. Is that what you're after? Yes. Okay,
0: great.
3: You know, hey, I'm, really, hey. I'm really glad that
1: I'm going to be your best friend. I'm really excited for this. Me, he was <laughs> just you. telling me that you're his best oh, really? friend. Oh, really? Oh, I'm yeah, so
0: sorry. to <laughs> consider you my best friend. Oh, oh man. Well, let's see how Appreciate you guys it. do. Uh, I'll keep score somehow, and I have no writing utensils, but let's listen in. Make this work. Yeah. So here's the first question.
5: Hey, hey, Nick, this is Simon Time from the Simon Time Trivia Show. I have five questions for you, Bison and Faust, so let's begin. Number one. What is the well known stage name for individual Marshall Bruce Mathers III?
3: Marshall Mathers?
0: I know
1: yeah, that. Like Eminem?
3: Yeah, that's Eminem.
1: That's Eminem.
0: Okay, yeah. I didn't really work out how to, which one of you I should choose first, but yeah. Oh! Yeah, I should have thought of that. That's but okay. okay. Now nah, 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 we're both acquaintances one. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you <laughs> both got one right. Nice. Okay. Okay, so this time around, let's see, maybe you could write it down or think it in your head and don't cheat. Ah, we'll figure something out. Let's go to the next question. Oh, wait. Let's see if that's the right answer first.
5: The answer. He's, of course, known as Eminem. Oh, there you go.
0: (laughs) All right. Bison will give you the first chance to answer this next one. All right. Faust, you can steal.
5: Okay. And speaking of Eminem, here is question number two. Eminem holds the prestige of being the first hip-hop artist to win an Academy Award. But who was the second
0: second hip-hop artist Jay-Z. to win an Academy Award? Was it Jay-Z? All right. Do you think it's is Jay-Z? This
3: like, is this like, um? do I say what is or who is? Is it in the form of that? Uh, it's
0: not in the form of a question. This is not Jeopardy. Okay. okay. Uh, Alex Trebek.
3: Uh,
1: Alex Trebek did not get an Academy Award. Is for- <laughs> the guy? Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs>
3: Uh, who's the guy that hustle and flow? Uh, I'm probably going to say Jamie Foxx. For a hip hop artist? No. It's, it's Jay Z. Okay. Jay Z. Well, let's see.
5: That answer is the 3 6 Mafia for It's Heart Out Here for a Pimp. Oh, I knew it was I, I knew, the, it.
1: I knew okay, it was see, flow. In my head, I was like, wait. That was after Mystic Styles. I didn't. So know So it was, was after six. Mystic Styles, and it was probably before when the smoke clears. Just, and Jay Z was having that amazing run in between. Then, good. so I was like, probably Jay Z.
3: But I, I knew it was hard out here. Feel bad because I love Three Six yeah. Mafia. <laughs> but I didn't know it was Three Six Mafia.
1: <laughs> Man, we're so on a roll, roll right close. now. We're <laughs> brought
3: back down to okay. Faust, to neutral. Faust, I'll let you answer first for this one. All right, all right,
5: bring it on. Number three, here's another real name question. Born O'Shea Jackson, give me the name of the rap superstar who transitioned into a successful career in comedies as well as family films.
2: Hmm.
0: That that bison is looking like he knows the answer. Hmm. Faust is either playing it dramatic
3: or is really racking his brain. I'm racking it, racking it up. Uh oh shit. Jackson. Funny guy on movies. <laughs> I don't know. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and say that I I I'm sorry, Nick. I'm sorry, I hope we're still friends. Okay, well we'll see after this. Bison, do you want to steal? Uh, ice Cube?
5: Oh, That would be the incomparable and star of one of my favorite bad movies, Anaconda's Ice Cube.
0: You weren't thinking Anaconda. He didn't say Anaconda's Ice Cube. (laughs) (laughs)
5: All
0: right, Bison, back to you. You're in the lead. All right. You're up one. Hmm.
5: Number four. What was the name of Jay-Z's debut album, his first album?
3: Reasonable Doubt. It's definitely Reasonable Doubt.
5: Jay-Z hit the scene with an album called Reasonable Doubt. It's
1: good album. All right. very classy. It's a good one.
0: Nice. Okay. So now, Faust, it's up to you. You can tie. Here we go. And then we'll all be best friends and bitter enemies.
3: Holding hands and hating each other. (laughs) That's exactly right. Just like family. It's perfect.
5: And finally, question number five. Which hip-hop artist's name means knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone.
3: Come on, man. Oh, my God. Uh, Dude. Well, it's, uh, oh, my God. I have no idea. It's tough little, when you're, you know gonna, all these things, I got but it. when you're on the spot. I got it. Okay. It's a uh, smoke perp.
1: Am I good? Sure.
3: KRS1.
5: That lengthy name is condensed to KRS1. Come on, man. (laughs) Those were your questions and answers here, guys. Thank you so much. Nick, we'll see you next time.
3: Nick hates
0: me. Well, no, it's not that I hate you. It's just that we're bitter enemies now, Faust, and it'll be okay. It's only for the next week. Bison yeah. and I will be best friends. We'll be
3: holding hands and skipping quite a bit. You guys are already that's holding plan. hands.
0: That's
1: the plans. Yeah, we've been
0: holding hands, hands for a while now. That's what
1: you don't see around the studio. Yeah, it's hard Wireless to see Wireless mics or something Game else.
3: Of, <laughs> some Game of Thrones kind of betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you going to be okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. Okay,
0: great. I'm glad we can get through this all together. Let's I'm producing
1: Nick's debut, by the way. Okay. So that's how that's that working. That is true betrayal. There you go. Nick.
0: He's
3: Nick, producing. Our first beef is You Nick. can like hop
1: on the remix or something. Yeah. Oh, oh, thanks. Maybe you guys can do a diss track where you diss each other on the same song. Like <gasps> Little B did that one he's gonna,
3: time. He's going to diss me with uh, trivia. <laughs> <laughs> do you only answer this one? And no. Business ideas. <laughs> yeah. It's a call
1: and response thing and you just can't answer.
3: Yeah.
0: I like it. Uh, we'll do all of those things during the break. Let's hear a song first. Uh, Want to fight seems appropriate. Want to fight, bro?
3: Bro, all the time. <laughs> seems like a good one uh
0: anything you want to say about this one
3: uh it's how Nick- this
1: one's different actually we we really like we we tried to do something that was like kind of spooky which we haven't really done before we mm. like the sample on it is, is very i don't know more menacing i guess than a lot of the other stuff that we've done we, we sort of borderline between like something that's kind of chill or happy or kind of in your face but this one's this one's like extra extra bummer i guess good morning everybody <laughs>
0: it, it do
1: it's a good one
0: all right. And you'll hear that on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree.
4: You can't
3: flex on me. Wanna fight? We can't see. Oh,
0: On WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. That was Wanna Fight from their upcoming album. And uh, we'll be working still on some diss tracks. We didn't have enough time right there to come up with all the insults because basically Faust is here. Yeah. Uh, my most bitter enemy right now. My name is Nick, of course. But it's hard to find things to diss him on because he's so good. He's so good looking. He's so good at being an MC. He's go- so good at writing lyrics. Um, You know, I don't know. I don't know if this Bitter Enemy thing is going to work out. I'll be honest with you. Maybe we'll just arm wrestle while we're doing the interview. Okay, great. That sounds like it would make for good radio. (laughs) Work into that. And Bison, my new best friend. That's me. I didn't get to learn a lot about you. That's okay. It's not a lot to know. We'll keep going. (laughs)
1: Let
0: me ask you guys this. So um, coming out of high school, I often ask this question of guests. What were your plans and what actually happened because I think that, you know, we have this idea in our head that we can't be successful without going to college. That's, uh, mm. you know, it's very ingrained in the thinking of a lot of people, a lot of different uh, backgrounds. But for you guys, and I know this isn't a full-time gig for you, you know, doing uh, O2 and uh, writing and producing music, but it's obviously a big passion of yours. So coming out of high school, what was
1: your plan and what happened? So um, I, I'm actually right now about to graduate from UCF with my uh, BA in history. Mm-hmm. Um, and leaving high school, that's what I wanted to do. And, you know, I love music and music was the main thing that I was really interested in. But I decided to go to college. Um, I had the opportunity to. I was very lucky. Um, and I went for my history BA. And as I was there, what was nice was that it through college, I was able to still work on music and still have all of this happen, which was great. And kind of got halfway through my career, my, my career at UCF and I sort of realized, like, History isn't probably the most viable thing um, coming out with that degree. Like, there are lots of opportunities, but it wasn't what lined up for me. And what I realized is that it's the most important thing, at least that I wish I kind of told my high school self, was that it's important to find something that'll allow you to do your passion. So, more than anything else, I think. So, like, I'm, I'm trying to line up, you know, a job and things like that that'll allow me to keep making music forever until music takes off. And I think that kind of works for anybody's passion, whether that's, you know, Music or art or dance or anything, you know, find something that allows you to do that thing.
0: I guess. So, Bison, how old are you? Because did you finish in about four years?
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm 22. Oh, okay. So yeah. So I, I finished in in um, I this is my last semester. A traditional sort of yeah, college experience. Yeah, I did like um a lot of my preliminary two year stuff while I was in high school, mm-hmm. um and then kind of came out with a bunch of credits and then doing my four years at UCF. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of traditional four year degree kind of experience and just what I realized there is that you know I'm right now my jobs lining up where I probably won't be going into the history field unfortunately but uh, I'm trying to get a job right now that's gonna allow me to keep doing this which is the thing I really love so that's that's sort of you know there's nothing wrong with settling for something that will allow you to do the thing that you really want to do whether whatever it is and sometimes that lines up with your job sometimes that works out totally fine you go to college you get a degree you get and that's your passion and then that's what you do you do math science engineering history art whatever for the rest of your life that's totally cool teaching but um, for me, it's like, you know, I'm I'm personally fine with just, you know, if I have a job that allows me to kind of do what I want to do and make great art, then that's important to me. You also
0: had this, it sounds like a line of delineation, like you could have done music in college. Yeah, I you thought were about gonna, it. You were going to do the on the job training for it, music.
1: For me, it was like I could have done music, but I realized that the path that I was on in my own personal development in music was something I just wanted to keep going. And I did not want to derail that with like a theory class, Mm -hmm. you know? So that was more of like my personal decision. I was like, no. So then I thought about, well, what's the next thing that I'm really passionate about? Something I really love. And that's history. So I went in and got my hit decided to go do my history degree and thought about getting a job at like a law firm or teaching or something like that. And as I was there, Circumstances didn't work out now. I'm basically a glorified accountant great job though But <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of what it's gonna turn into and I'm totally cool with that I think that's awesome because I get my weekends off <laughs> You know and I can use those weekends to make music and I can use my afternoons to make music and I can still go to shows And I have flexible hours, so you know, it's obviously I'm very lucky not everybody gets you know say it's tough out there And um, but you know, there's nothing wrong with finding something that allows you to do the thing you really want to do And that's music for me. So and hopefully one day music will take off and I won't have to worry about a job That's the idea but in well, your favorite period of history is, you know, everyone asked me that question. Really? And, and yeah. And that's like the number one question. But people I ask asked
0: me. it in a, in a more compelling way. I Actually, like. yes, you yeah. did.
1: Much more compelling way. Um, for me, it's I don't. Well, the main thing that I, reason I brought that up is I, I honestly don't know. You okay. know, you go into there and the way the degree works is you're supposed to like kind of take everything. Mm-hmm. And so the problem is I, went, I was like, man, I really love antiquity. Like I really want to do like ancient stuff. And then, like, as I was doing it, I was like, oh, that's not really what I like. And then I started doing medieval. I'm like, oh, medieval's really cool. And I'm like, I started doing modern. I took a bunch of class on, like, World War II and 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 more contemporary history. And I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. And then now I'm like, at the end, I'm like, I have no idea what I like. So that's just kind of how it ended up. All right. But, well, eventually
0: when the concept, the O2 history concept album comes out. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I want to see what period you yeah, end so up Yeah, so we'll probably
1: end up doing if.
0: Mesolithic.
1: I was going to say, like, <laughs> Genghis Khan. Like, Schling we're talking about, like. We're talking about largest land empire in the world. We're talking busting up in a village being like, yeah, hey, yeah. pay me money or I will pour bolt and silver down your throat. Yeah. That's, that's sort of the, the idea that we're going for, I think, right? It, it,
3: if we were it, to do it, it one. we were flowing for a second. <laughs> uh, ooh. Ooh.
0: So Faust, uh, coming out of high school. Thank you, Bison. Uh, coming out of high school, what was your experience and, and what um, ended up happening?
3: Well, I was actually... Um, it's weird, the summer, or the senior year of my high school, I was working as a uh, concept artist for this uh, nerd memorabilia company that uh, was bought by 3D Max, I think. But it's, it's, it was called Gentle Giant at the time. Oh, yeah. So I was like this young dude drawing cool Star Wars stuff and doing all that. And then I, I graduated high school, and I was like, I want to be an artist. So went to college. Uh, I went to Pasadena City College, shouts Dina. And... Uh, Nobody ever shouted out, Dina, what am I doing? Uh, (laughs) Went there. personally nobody in Orlando. I remember I started taking art classes, and I was having a good time, but everybody, all of my peers were very, very basic. And um, so I was was not very passionate about that. What I did have passion about was I was taking jazz history and rock history, and eventually I ended up uh, taking, like, between, of course, you know, history of the Middle East and all that stuff. I I had a lot of good experiences with, like, my social classes and music classes. Hmm. And I was in college for one year before I left Los Angeles uh, for a girl, actually. (laughs) And so I went to Orlando, and I was like, well, I'm doing the art thing. But um, I want to start, you know, going to these clubs. So I started, like, you know, DJing a couple of places. And that's actually kind of how I met Bison. We were both DJing a a vinyl show, and we were talking about the history of music and the history of jazz and all that stuff. And we hit it up, and then I started rapping. And... uh, all she wrote but I guess from where I wanted to be I'm kind of doing the same thing I wanted to be doing art Yeah. that being that being the zeitgeist of my everyday my the center of my life is creating I guess so.
1: same boat like if I told my yeah. high school self that I'd be like here right now I think my high school self would be pretty surprised but I'm satisfied cool with it. you know I'm like cool like, like yeah, yeah that that that's okay that that works out you know yeah. so I think it'll work out for I think anybody at the end. so it
3: might not be art but it's music which is art You know, so it was a different, different medium for me. I just switched mediums, but I'm certainly happy and I get an excuse to do all of it. I do every, I do both, you know.
0: Well yeah, so being in a band call you have to wear a lot of hats and so doing the promotions right. and stuff like exactly. that you're still calling on that. The design. posters, all that stuff
3: that lowers yeah. the basically the for
1: every hour I spend at home like mixing or doing something like that, he's spending an hour doing social media posters, talking with people, getting things ready, right. set up. So right. that's sort of how we split that work fifty yeah, fifty is you know we because it's mostly me and him, we have to you know wear a lot of hats. We do a lot there's no yeah. other engineer, you know, but there's no other external artist, it's all there's him. no other
3: Faust. <laughs> That is true. Okay,
0: we'll just... (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right, everybody agrees on that. Uh, Faust, as far as, you know, like, is that scratching the creative itch, though, uh, in terms of the art that you're doing now, the graphic design that you're doing now? Or do you feel like
3: at some point you
0: want to return to that, maybe delve into it a little bit more?
3: I do it all. I mean, I, I still do my own personal artwork. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I do. I do a bunch of artwork. Um, but, um, I think it's, it's, I get the same, I like how you said scratch an itch because it is an itch. And, um, you know, wrapping is the same exact feeling mm-hmm. as, you know, shading or, or painting or getting, you know, a piece closer to completion. And, um, you mentioned earlier, knowing when to step away, that's the exact same with music as it is with painting or art. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's literally, 5 on one hand, half a dozen on the other. It's the same thing.
0: Very nice. Well, thank you guys. Let's uh listen to another song. What have we not played yet? Time. Oh. Time for this? Have we, we played, played that already?
3: Played
1: that. Yeah. I think we played them all. Have we played Time for this? No. Oh, let's play Time for this. We got time. <laughs>
0: yeah. We got time. We got time for this. <laughs> all right. You'll hear that uh coming up from the new album. Anything else you want to say about that one?
1: Um yeah. This one's like new. Like we recorded this one like literally last week. Like yeah. this is like brand new. Less than this is the ago. Yeah. the the newest one of the newest songs I think on the of what we've played tonight. Like this it is, is that new new. This is the most recent O2 song I think you'll yeah. ever hear. It's
0: very Perfect. new. All right, and you'll hear that on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree.
3: I'm a dreamer, yeah, got another front just for feeding, yeah, oh, oh, give up my mind, oh, before I fade away, made up my mind, oh, before I fade away, give up my mind, oh, before I fade away, give up my mind, oh, just for another day, I got time for this, I got lots of time to give. For this, I got lots of time to
2: get it. Swell,
0: bison on wprk winter park florida from his album emoticon that was let's go and before that we heard from o2 time for this good morning my name is nick it's time almost for us to go and ashley ann gardner will be here in a few moments with the orlando theater hour but just enough time to say thank you again to bison and faust of o2 for coming in thank you again guys yo thank you yeah, yeah that fun. was a lot of fun.
3: Uh, you have a show coming up that you're excited about. Yes. We should talk We're about that. excited about this. Playing a show March 29th with uh, rapper Milo. So
1: good. AKA, well, now he's Rap Ferrera. Oh, Formerly yeah. known as Milo. Yeah, so Rap M-
0: Ferrera. Milo retired. Is yeah, that he's, right? He's
1: like retiring the name and he's kind of rebranding and... uh it's very cool, new music. He just came out with a new music video. It's animated. It's fantastic. But uh, yeah, he's, I'm very excited for that. Very excited. But is he
0: still going to play the old stuff? Oh I yeah, mean, yeah, still totally. The yeah. Milo persona. Yeah, stuff.
1: that's still there. And the, but but he's like changing the name. He's got a new album coming out next month too. I think comes out right before our show. And then um, but yeah, so Rap Ferreira is like the debut. I think it's like the debut tour for Rap Ferreira. Is that mm-hmm. like that name? So it's pretty exciting to be a part of it. I'm, I'm very, I've been listening to Milo for years, so this yeah, is like really big for me. We're stoked yeah. to
3: play with him. It's at Will's Pub. We've played Will's Pub. Pub. Will's Pub, <laughs> Will's bub. We've, we've played with Willie before.
0: Love Wills. Uh, let me ask you, so thing about listening to Milo or some of his references. Like, they are so random, and I don't even get all of them, but... You know, like when he talks about Kitty Pride or X-Men or any of those things. Some insane right. stuff. Like, yeah. It's really cool. Like what is your favorite or what has been a favorite reference of yours to put into your own music? Like Bison, something that Faust wrote or Faust something that you thought about that you wanted to put in. Got there. little but, homies
1: like Aragorn is, I think. Yeah,
3: there's like, yeah I was actually just thinking that. You know, <laughs> shout, shouts Netflix for putting Lord of the Rings on Netflix.
1: Are they the full versions, like the three-hour ones that are really good, or are yeah, they like? It
3: was a commitment. Nice. It was a commitment. nice. Yeah, I said, uh, got little homies like Aragorn. That's a good, uh, That's amazing. I've I've referenced Nutriment, the the <laughs> sports drink. Good, good. I've uh, I've referenced a lot of weird stuff. Gundam. Have we done a Gundam one? I think I did once. Probably somewhere in there. Chelsea, you see. Shots to the UC, bro.
0: What do you th- so as uh, as fans of hip-hop yourselves, when people, when rappers uh, make those references or when you're making those references yourself, do you
3: think about how they're going to be received? Or are you just like, this fits for me? In my mind, I do it for the guy who's going to be hearing it for like the 10th time months later in his headphones. Yeah. And is going to be like, did he just say? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think there's also
1: that level of like, if someone doesn't get it and they look it up, they're like, Oh. oh, you know that moment is always really cool. Like, yeah. uh, like re- Milo is another artist that does that. We're like I'll re-listen to it and I'll like catch something that I missed the first time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's that's insane. And then it's like that second of like letting it sink in yeah. what he just said because this stuff's so dense. And I hope you know we kind of shoot for the same thing. I think at least I don't know Faust would attest to that, but
3: I'm trying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm trying real hard. <laughs> so opening up for
0: somebody who's pretty well known. I mean, nationally mm-hmm. known. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, going to have
3: a lot of airplay on uh you know the no. regular radio or anything like that and we but just played a show with Homeboy Sandman and uh Quile Chris as yeah. well so i guess we're we're playing a lot of gigs with these uh Yeah shout to, dusty to, I think guys. it
1: was was it Indoxa booking that hooked us up with that Yeah shout out Yeah one to of the guys from Indoxa booking's booking been like contacting us for that stuff nice. I really appreciate it it's been it's been really cool So playing with those
0: guys i mean is there uh, an intimidation factor going in or oh, yeah. are you like not have until.
3: To- you're on the stage. The, the ten minutes before the gig, and yeah. you see them like just like, "Oh, what's up, man?" And it's like, "Oh." Uh, uh, it, like, it's <laughs> also like the level of like
1: everyone's here to see like like this Milo show. Very nervous about because everyone's here to see Milo, and I love Milo, and I, everyone there does. But our music doesn't sound like his at yeah. all. It's totally different, and like so, there's that fear of like I don't know how they're gonna receive it because you know like they're here to expect you know this very heady, dense sort of, like, abstract hip-hop, and we kind of don't do that, which, to, which is, you know, like, obviously it's fine, but it's at the same time, it's always that worry of, like, how is the audience going to receive it? And the Quelly Chris show is the same thing, but nobody left the room, so that was great. We were there, and nobody walked away, so I guess it's working. Well, <laughs> but I think that's true of, when, especially when bands book
0: local, or maybe this is indicative of hip-hop, because I know seeing Brockhampton a couple of times um, and seeing even Denzel Curry... Um, the bands that opened were
3: nothing like oh yeah the headliner. Right? I mean,
1: you had 100 gecks opening up from yeah. and That is like opposite end of the spectrum in terms of craziness. You right. probably
3: don't want it to be that way either because every good show I've played is you, you get – it's like a uh, – I hate to say like palate cleanser. Yeah. But it's a, um, a whole – like you get this. That energy is out so that when the headliner comes on, they still have their own niche, and you're okay with it. You're good. And I right. think
1: I think there's also, it depends on who's, like, the show. So, like, for instance, 100 yeah. Gex, right? 100 Gex opened up for Brockhampton. They're very different sound-wise. 100 Gex on their own shows had a magician open up for them. They oh, literally yeah. had a magician walk out on stage <laughs> and do magic tricks for, like, 30 minutes to a crowd waiting to hear, like, this insane, like, hyper-pop SoundCloud, like, trap music, basically. So, like it all just kind of depends on what you're going for and it might work because if I was there at a hundred geck show for some reason a magician just makes sense Yeah, mm. like if that happens so it's all about what makes sense like for instance there's this amazing local band I'm recording their second album right now I recorded their first album named TTN and mm. they do this like industrial we like, went on tour
3: with them yeah. yeah
1: they do this really industrial like heavy kind of like rock music and, and metal and things like that It's it's, it's an interesting blend um, they sound totally opposite end of the spectrum from us, but I would have them open up any day of the week because I feel like there's a level of if we came on after them, people in the audience would get it, you know, and I think that's what mm. it's about. So I, I'm hoping that this Milo show, when we go on, everyone in the audience will get it. And that's kind of the, the hope that maybe, Perfect. you know, the people behind the scenes saw us and were like, they would fit. And, maybe you know, they'll probably know the audience better than we do. So we're hoping it goes well.
0: Nice. Shouts old
3: heads.
1: And that's March 29th at Will's Pub? Yes
0: uh to follow you guys it's at o2mob o-h-t-w-o mob
3: mob and with a uh, M O B. yes uh, it's not a mop we it's
0: not a mop Was We're not... saying mop
3: <laughs> no I'm, j- I'm just do you guys hang listeners. on a second do you want to endorse a mop the, the o2, o2 mop? mop yes we're okay. gonna make the o2 mop the
1: o2 mop we're just gonna when keep I coming, we're coming after and... you swiffer you think you you think you can run <laughs> no, nah, it's like, like uh, it literally can't. It's it a mop. Can't. It's a mop. It's like exactly, sleepers. man. I'm gonna pull
3: up on your block, and then I'm gonna start to mop. I got that. I'm gonna die by the you mop. Know that
1: Tisa Korean song where he's like, "And mop." And Mops. he Says that over and over again. All right,
0: That's we're gonna cool. work on that. uh If you missed any of the show today, please, please, please visit to a certain degree.com Subscribe wherever you subscribe to podcasts. We're gonna turn it over to the Orlando Theater Hour, but not before playing one more song from Bison. This is "Set You Free." On WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, you've been listening to A Certain
3: Degree. One love.
5: It was a well, long way. first. I didn't exactly is, know which direction uh, I wanted
0: to go. It's mixed, not mastered. Um, I knew, that I, will, obviously to I knew again, that I would create man. something fresh, um, but you know, how but fresh? I
5: mean, the album's pretty much how done. How much staying power will uh, it yeah. have? You know, it sort of remains to be seen.
2: And
0: that's the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed interviewing Bison and Faust. Look up O2, that's O-H-T-W-O, on all the major channels like YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, and social media, and support local music. Thank you so much for welcoming us into your ears, and remember, time may heal all wounds, but watches make terrible bandages.